1: Are you ready to talk money, Reb?
0: I'm ready to talk money.
1: This is the show where we do that. We talk about the hard issues around money. I'm Dave Van Oppen, and I'm here with my wife, Reb. and. We are alone in the studio today.
0: Yes, we are. No we, guests.
1: No guests. And we've spent the last month or so, last four, four or five shows, talking about the hows and whys of debt. So if you missed those, go back, give a listen. They are revolutionary, I think. Nothing like you've heard before. I don't think I've heard that anywhere in terms of bits and pieces. We've tried to summarize all those things and bring them into four or five shows that, that just talk about why do we get in debt and, and what happened what's happening there
0: and And it's all related to your heart stuff. So things you're hungry for, what you're coveting. Um, Don't give them too much information. Well, no, they need to get yeah, and give them a little bit so they'll go back.
1: Okay, so <laughs> you can you can get those shows on iTunes. If you search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, you can also download them or listen to them, stream them on the CHRI website and, of course, on morethanenough.ca website. So lots of places if you want to listen to the show or find old, um, older shows and, and re-listen to shows today... We are going to talk about school.
0: I know. And it's a month away. And I'm really sorry to all those moms or maybe some by now (laughs) parents are looking forward to their kids going back. But uh kids uh, have
1: been off for, you know, (laughs) six, eight weeks. We're about ready to go. No, they're not no,
0: not six. You only get eight or nine weeks, honey. It's only been about four. They've had four weeks or five weeks off, so I know. And we got about four or five left, so yes. But we're gonna talk about thinking about the fall and it encompasses a little bit more than that because when Dave started going, uh, we were talking about the show. Dave took the calendar and he said, okay, well, what expenses do you pay in January, February? We're going to get there. But by the end of it, I was totally exhausted. I'm like, I don't know if I could do this show. This is just exhausting (laughs) thinking about all the things you pay for every month. Anyway, we're going to go through this step by step and trying to encourage you and help you start thinking about school already if you haven't already done so because there are a lot of expenses that we see as parents and we see in our business at more than enough that, that have to be planned for. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna talk a little bit, I think, about how to create a spending plan. So now it's August fourth, it's the beginning of August. So how are we going to plan for the expenses we know that are coming in the next eight eight to twelve weeks? So
1: And the reason one of the reasons I want to do this show now is because um, there, there's a certain amount of stress that happens when we anticipate a negative event. Um, and so, you know, we're, really, if you think about it, if you've been through the cycle of, of your year and you're going, okay, well... I don't want to think about September or what happens financially in September um, because you know it just it it just blows up or whatever. You know, that's a negative thing. And and what we found is is by being a little bit proactive, doing a few small things can really affect that stress and can allow you to actually enjoy the next four weeks before the school starts. So that this because is you know. really a show about stress relief. <laughs> <laughs> Taking, you know, we often talk about facing your finances, and and this is one of those things where we can say, you know, what if if I just do a few small things now, here about a month away, then then actually I will not be so crisis or stressed right. out, and when then you September won't comes.
0: have that negative right. that negative connotation uh, related to school coming back and and the expenses. Um, but before we get there, I'm going to read some verses that. Um, I, we've read on the show before, that our, our, and we say often at More Than Enough what we do in our coaching and our seminars and our training, because it's a really key verse um, to thinking differently than the world does. So we've kind of been on that track this last month, trying to present the kingdom way looks different than what the world is advertising it needs to be for us and um, I'm going to read um, out of Romans 12, but I'm going to go back into Romans 11 and it starts here at verse 33. Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. In other words, God is awesome. So I am to let's just say he, and he deserves that word mm-hmm, awesome. Mm-hmm. We use it for all kinds of things, but he deserves it. For who has known the mind of the Lord or who has become his counselor or who has first given to him and it shall be repaid to him for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever I'm amen I beseech you therefore brethren because he's so great and because everything comes from him and because um He is above all in thinking and counsel and wisdom. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present yourselves a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may know and prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And why on earth would I pick these verses for this show Um, in regards to school planning
1: my question exactly you know
0: you're thinking that he's thinking why she picked these verses for one god has a plan and has a way to help you if you're stressing about it or thinking do i put my kids in soccer hockey ballet figure skating we don't have the money how do we do this You need to conform yourself to the mind of God. Well, it just says a few verses before that. Who has known the mind of the Lord? Well, I think that you can, as you learn about the heart of the Father for you, you can start to know. Because it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, how do you renew your mind? You renew your mind in God. What does He say that's important? What's He saying that's important for your family? So that you can know, prove what is the good and acceptable, perfect will of God for you in this season of your life. And that's why I picked the verses. Mm -hmm. Because if you... Take these requests and all of your needs over the next 12 weeks for school and backpacks and clothing and all of those things he's going to open ways for you we David and I have seen it in our own life when when we're consistent enough to bring our needs he already knows before we ask but sometimes we need to receive the answer sometimes we need to pay attention uh, to what he has for us he has he may have some sales or deals or shot going to a, you may think oh I'm gonna go shopping here and you just feel nudged to go to a different store because because you know what, God cares that much. I know it may sound silly to some of you, but I've seen him care that much for our specific need that he may redirect you. And when you're when you're spending time with him and you're searching his mind and his heart, then he's gonna show you.
1: In fact I I, I would propose that that the lord loves to actually lead and guide us to and it's more efficient me me the efficient guy but when i take the time to actually go okay lord do i turn left or do i turn right do i buy it here do i buy it there often there's 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 a leading in the right direction and and i'm actually Get to the destination, whether it's it's uh, you know buying something or whether there's a need there. You know, Lord, do, do I go here? Do I look there? Do I buy it now? Do I not buy it now? I think these verses talk a lot about you know renewing your mind. And Reb, you're so good at asking questions. You are Miss Curiosity. Uh, <laughs> that's something that I've actually personally been working on the last couple of years. Is increasing my curiosity with the Lord or with other people Mm -hmm. to ask good questions. Mm -hmm. And when we ask good questions of the Lord, when we, we, we take what he's given us and we say, okay, here it is, Lord, what's your plan for today for me? You know, something as simple as that. I never asked that question for a good Three quarters of my life, and you know the last quarter have just started to say. Even today, Lord, what's your plan for us today? What's your plan for me today? What What do you have on the agenda?
0: And who do you have us to run into? I know it, it's uh, when we look at the heart of of what God says to us in His Word: Love me and love others. Mm-hmm. Love your enemy. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Those are, you know, because we just read that with our family last night. For that sums the law and the prophets. Do Mm -hmm. unto others. So we want to do for our family what is good and uh, what we would want. But sometimes we don't even ask those questions because I was thinking, because we don't want to know the answer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We we just want to go shopping at the mall, put it all in the visa so we have really nice clothes to wear for school. You no, know, and whatever
1: it is, and I, th- I think that's where you know, in a sense, on the practical level, looking back and saying, "Okay, so what happened last year at this time?" Mm-hmm. and and am I am I okay with with what happened last year? For some, we know that traditionally or ge- generically, I can say this generically that that september is an expensive time for most families there Do you is a, see that a, with
0: the clients that come for
1: in? sure it, you know there's a lot of things that start up there's a lot of expenses that that come and and as we were talking a little bit earlier you know if we look at the, the annual cycle and you may or may not have had this recognition uh, of your cycle uh, annually financially but I would encourage you to, to just zoom out a little bit and think, okay, what is this kind of bigger picture of the annual expenses uh, if I was to graph it out on expenses mm-hmm. that I do in January, February? Well, usually those are in a bit recovery months. We've had, you know, your December, which is typically expensive. January, February, it's cold outside. We maybe don't do a whole lot. or But financially, we're in a bit of recovery. And then we've got march uh, and that's again for most families there's a break in there there's a school break in there that may or may not have a financial implication but often we spend a little bit more money on around march break whether we go away or whether we do something well and
0: there's the hockey kids. tournaments if your kids are in hockey right,
1: right absolutely or you know then then we've got April and May uh, again. So April, things start hopefully start thawing out, and and we start maybe prepping some stuff outside or start thinking of that way. Certainly by May, we're we're outside and we're doing some of the clean up around the house, and that has financial implications. That's just. The, the way that things go. Um and then we've got June, July. Um, kids are exiting school. Maybe in June. In fact, some of your September expenses might happen in May, June, because you're signing up for, say, the fall right. hockey schedule or the, you know, some of those things actually happen or maybe you're doing a summer camp or you're doing something like or that. You're where
0: planning for your summer you, camps and your vacation or your week at the cottage. And even if you're doing it at the family cottage or your grandparents' cottage or there's still extra ice cream to buy, maybe some that excursions. happens in June,
1: July, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But, but you might have to actually, in a sense, pay for if you're renting a cottage or right. if you're, yes. th- there's some of those expenses that actually happen a month before. And I,
0: these are all on top of the regular running. I'm of not, your I'm not talking about the regular running of, run <laughs> no. of the day. These so are all sorry, the extras. I'm hoping
1: you're not discouraged yet, but uh, this, is, is, this is a little bit the cycle that, that we go through, right? So, so we're in July, then August is like, okay, who Now we have the ice cream and the trips, you know, the, the little trips away, just something special. Or maybe we're going on a, on a longer excursion. So for some people, August actually is is difficult financially because they actually have reduced income. They right. take some time off and they lose a week or two right. of, of income. There's right. lots of people that aren't on a salary or, or don't have that, that that income that when they take off work they actually don't get paid and mm-hmm. so that may be you and so you're saying okay now we get a an income financial hit in in, in august and then all of a sudden september hits and the kids have surprisingly grown right? yeah, and they need, <laughs> so, yeah, you know all the clothes that they got last summer they're now floods and you hope that that's the new the, the the new style as they get into school And but september tends to be one of those ones where things ramp up and you're you just seem to be having cash go in these extra places, yeah. right? October, all of a sudden we've got uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and, Thanksgiving, and
0: Christmas family,
1: November, December, we're at Christmas again, and, and the cycle happens. So if that sounds a little bit like your cycle, you know, you're with the, 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 the many, <laughs> the many of people. But know that zooming out and saying, you know what, if I change some things, if I move some of these things around, whether it's... You know, I take 20 bucks a pay and I shove it into what we call the annual bills fund where we just say, hey, there's things that happen that are extracurricular that happen all year long. I need to be throwing some money constantly into that uh, so that when, when those extra things come up, I have them planned, right? Yeah. Um, so, and, and some of that, you know, again, as we're talking specifically about September, um, take a look at last year again and what happened? Are you content with that, with what happened financially or did it create the beginning of this financial Distress that carried right through till maybe February, because mm-hmm. that's when you finally got caught up, or maybe you got your tax return and it finally, in a sense, paid off all of that stuff. Well, that- and I
0: think sometimes that's the honest uh, place that people are at. So you do you mm-hmm. wait for that? You're hoping you get your tax return and. Uh, to help you catch up again, then you start all over again. And it it is a bit of a crazy cycle. And it can be, and some of you may think, I don't even want to think about all of that. But it, it's really important so that you know what's, what's a priority for you and your family. Because when you take that big picture look, when you're not driving down the road in a car, but you're actually up in a plane and you're overseeing and looking at your life, you can maybe ask some of those important questions and you're not just doing it by yourself, you're doing it with your spouse or you're doing it with your kids if you have them. If you're single, um, then you might want to look, you know, find Mm -hmm. a comrade to talk, someone accountable to, someone who is a good friend and say, you know what, I really want to look at my life financially. And that can be scary to do that, Mm -hmm. um, but it also can give you a good perspective of really where are you heading and what really matters. If you're seeing that all that expenditure is sending you somewhere, like when you look mm-hmm. at the big picture, you're like, I, don't, I, I thought I was giving more to missions or I thought I was giving more to help the poor and feed the poor in the city. And actually, we're not doing that. We're doing a lot of feeding ourselves and putting it to ourselves. And then that's a really good big picture look. Cause then you're like, oh, we need to change some things. And what are we going to do differently? Um, so I love that idea of looking at it from, it's like when you're in a plane and you look down and you see the mountains, you know, when you're in the mountains, they're huge and like daunting to climb. But when you're over top of them, you just get a whole different perspective.
1: And, and sometimes, like you said, having, taking that and, and just taking a piece of paper and writing the months down on the piece of paper and focus only on, on the extracurricular stuff. Right. We're not talking the day by day stuff. And then, you know, bringing that to your spouse, bringing that to your, to your family, bringing that to, to, you know, someone that you trust that you say, you know, is there something that we should change here? Again, sometimes we just pausing and looking at that and saying, you know what, if we make this small tweak here, if we make that small tweak there, if we don't do this one thing, oh, my life would actually, it financially will become a little a bit simpler and actually practically would would become a, a little bit simpler. Well,
0: and I think, and then you have those questions with the kids. Did you really enjoy figure skating this year? Is it something we still want to continue because it's mm-hmm. it's a cost? Mm-hmm. Or because you might find that they didn't love it as much and they're doing it because it's something to do. And then you might find another activity or you might find something through school that isn't as costly you know, there, there's just, you know, you can't, you know. Here, Dave and Reb aren't saying here's the five rules to how to get get this done in your family. No, you have to figure out what matters to you, and and are you creative, and all of those things that make up who you are as a family, and what are what is your purpose, and what's your priority for your for your life. Maybe it's a year where you say, you know, we're not going to be putting all that money to ourselves, we're going to volunteer in different places. We're going to put that money into the community and we're going to serve as a family. That that would be a totally different year. Mm-hmm. I, as a homeschooler, I heard one year that uh, some families just devoted their year to Bible learning and, and uh, to helping the people in their community. And it just was like, a shift. They didn't. They did Maybe the basics, math or in English mm-hmm. or whatever. But they really focused on those other things, and it, it was just a a, a great year. They, the next year, they went back to their normal stuff. But you may want to think We're not. Uh, Or not but you may want to think say to your family, you know what? Do we you know, maybe it's a little late now for 2017, your kids might be disappointed, but you say, you know what, next year we're gonna use all our time and effort maybe pouring into the community. Or we're gonna take we're not all gonna be so involved in all the extracurricular things so that we can volunteer in different areas. It it just it's it's just good to stop and get an aerial view because Otherwise, excuse me, you're just gonna be keeping going in the same path, the same ruts maybe, and the same financial stress, instead of looking at it and saying, what do we really want as a family? What do I really want as an individual for my life in the next two years? Mm -hmm. And you have to look at it. You have to stare it in the face and say, man, I'm not looking, I'm not happy about where we're going here. Dave and I have done that almost every year for 10 years. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's it's hard to break the pattern. And I'm not saying Dave and I have done it well either some years. we're still working out some mm-hmm. of those things in our own family, but um, you've got to look at it and be intentional, make some decisions.
1: And that's why I think we wanted to do this show here at the beginning of August, because you might actually have a little bit of time between now and September to make some different choices. Again, we want to go back to, so the choices you made last year, and and I'm going to just say, let's say you are not satisfied with how your September, October, November, December kind of played out. uh, And you're like, it started with, we got behind here at september there was that financial where just money was going out faster than it was coming in and and we got behind starting in september and you're not satisfied with it then uh, it takes about an hour to sit down on a piece of paper write your year out and then and then Get some ideas, some creative ideas to to do it. And my hope is is that you'll do that, first of all, as a couple, and then you'll bring the family in and maybe take another hour. So two hours of your time over the next month to see if there's something that you can do to change what happened last year. Again, if you're not satisfied with with what September looked like last year and you know that that was, in essence, the beginning of, of a cycle where you were just trying to frantically catch up, then let's let's stop and let's look at it i had this picture uh, which i think is really appropriate for this point is we uh you know when you see those uh, old logging guys the guys that are yes. doing the logging and if you've ever tried to do that logging where you're running on the log yeah, yeah, and there's somebody uh, on the other end and you know one of you ends up in the water sometimes <laughs> but that's a great picture of you know the log has momentum the log has it starts going and and we're just running on the top mm-hmm. of the log but you can actually uh, in a sense control that you can say you know what i'm gonna slow the log down we're gonna make some different um decisions around our september where uh what's the pressure ask the question you know what's the pressure of did i have to buy all that stuff um mm-hmm. or or was there some void or something in me that says, "Well, my you know, my kids have to look and, and act and, and be a certain mm. way; um, otherwise, life is not fulfilled." Uh, again, those those are some questions that might come uh, out of this and exercise. That,
0: that and that question in itself is a really um, heart wrenching one because are we doing it as parents, or am I doing it as a mom for my kids? Because everyone else is doing it, or I want to give my kids opportunities, mm-hmm. and I think. They're not going to get them otherwise, because if I don't put them in this, then this isn't going to happen. And I'm just not giving them a future and a hope. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back to, well, wait a minute. And, And I'm just speaking from my own experience. Wait just a minute. And I'll say this, you know, just about swimming lessons. When our kids were little, I used to think I had to have them in swimming. I didn't want them drowning. You know, this is the way it looks. You do swimming, swimming, swimming. There are some seasons that we just didn't have the cash to put them all in, in our Mm -hmm. community. And I had to move past that. Because David say to me, they're swimming a lot in other people's pools. They can all keep their head above water. They've learned some basics. If they want to do lifeguarding down the road, we'll just wait and see what happens. Well, didn't that happen the week ago with our fourth son? You know, kind of last minute, actually, in our small community out in Winchester. You know, the night before, we we're actually hanging out with the instructor who is at our house and she's like, well, why don't you just put him in my class tomorrow? It'll, it'll be fine. We'll work it out. And you know, so, cause he just came to me all of a sudden and said, well, I think I'd like to pursue lifeguarding. So can I just try it? So all of a sudden it just fell in our lap, like boom, boom, boom. And anyway, and I didn't I hadn't even been thinking about it mm-hmm. and it just kind of happened. And I, maybe you as listeners have experienced that where you let go of something because you think this has to happen a certain way. And in the end, where your kids need to go the provision for it and the and the plan for it god just kind of plops in your lap sometimes when you're not even thinking about it and that's the place that's sometimes hard to get to but the place of trust we want to have with the father for our families
1: right and and some, you talk about that releasing and i know from your experience you know swimming with something that you in fact didn't do as a child. No, that, I worked. That we worked are, on the yeah, farm. farm. And, and, we did
0: not have time for swimming lessons. And stuff. we've had
1: that conversation yeah. where you're saying, this is important to me yes. that our kids do that. And I'm looking at her like, what? Like, why is this such a big <laughs> deal to you, Reb? And, <laughs> and he
0: was gracious. I will say David was gracious to me and letting me pursue that. But when it got to the point we couldn't financially do it. And, uh, anyway, you had to
1: face the fact I that, wait to. a minute, this is my, yes. this is my stuff in my heart and in, in that I'm in a sense projecting onto our kids and, and I'm looking at you like, what are you doing? All our kids can, you know, throw a life jacket on them. They can float in that, you know, whatever, <laughs> they can it do wasn't more a big than, deal for well, me, but it wasn't in my heart. It right. was in your heart. Yes. And so that's a big process because that's an example, but that happens from, for us as parents. All the time.
0: Well, and I would say that, because sometimes we talk about these things on the show, and there's nothing wrong with swimming lessons. It's actually brilliant. It's mm-hmm. a great system that they have created so that kids are not drowning. So none of my kids at this point, if they got thrown in a bunch of water, would, ha- would they could swim their way out of it. All of them are very mm-hmm. good. Mer- Mercedes went almost to lifeguarding, but then piano got in the way. See, there's <laughs> the other thing. You know, you can't do everything. So you mm-hmm. choose, and they start to choose as they get older. Um, it's not bad. So you're. Swimming lessons aren't bad. It's just so you to tell you that is it really only two minutes left oh my goodness this was way too fast he's showing me there's two minutes left and i'm like what okay i'll stop there
1: <laughs> and, and and let's stop there to say there's grace to realize that you don't have to do everything and and mm. sometimes sitting down when you have the time during the summer to say all right so what what is in fact going to be september look like and and if you weren't satisfied with the way it turned out last year then now's the time to change it and really that's the point of what we were talking about today and, and trying to just hey there is different solutions there are different things but you have to step off you have yeah. to take the time ahead of time to make those decisions. Yes. So, Lord, we just want to thank you that you see into our tomorrows, that, that we know there is grace that is sufficient for today, and that we're just going to live in that place. We know that you have uh, really the plan worked out for our kids and, and our lives and, and what's going on, and we can trust you with that plan. Uh, and Lord, I just pray that uh, for all those that are listening, and 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 that you would just that your word would be a lamp and a light to, to their lives. And Lord, that as they as as we all look into Scripture and see how you lead us and guide us, that Lord, we would just take those steps and 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 really just be uh, be in relationship with you. And so, Lord, we thank you for these things in Christ's name. What's up next week, Reb?
0: I have no idea. I'm still planning for what's coming
1: up. We are... Oh, we've got some great shows coming up, though. And I'm going to give a a little bit of a promo. We're going to talk about a book called The um, Gospel Gospel Patrons Patrons coming up in the next couple of weeks.
0: Yes. And we're excited to talk uh, to the author of that book. And we're actually bringing in a mortgage uh, because Dave does mortgages. We're going to have a couple of shows on mortgages um, at the end of the month and in September. So... So lots do of know great that. things
1: that yep. are happening. So just join us next week when we talk money.
0: Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.